0: Who am I? This is a question that has stumped many of us, including myself at one point, and it's because the answer isn't as linear as society would have us believe. Join me and my soul sister, Dr. Kate Jones, for a fun conversation that will leave you feeling free to express all, and I mean all, that makes you who you be. In this episode, you'll learn why you need to start honoring the shifts in your identities during each season of your life, the importance of not burning your old identities to the ground and what to do instead, how you are your own medicine keeper, learning how to honor yourself by doing only what lights you up, the importance of listening to your rhythm, and why showing up as perfectly polished is the biggest disservice to your truth. Dr. Kate Jones is here to meet you at the intersection of who you are and who you are becoming. Having lived many lives in this lifetime today, from a career in dance and makeup to pursuing a doctorate and unleashing her spiritual abilities, her curiosity about life paved the way for deep and playful conversation. Her dynamic composition of life experience lends her facilitation to encompass a wide range, whether she is providing chiropractic adjustments, intuitive mentorship, movement classes, dance parties, being a wife and mother speaking on stages or holding space for whatever emotions need to be released. Her presence and care can truly be felt. Deeply feeling her way through the world has equipped her with a powerful skill set to navigate the human experience to its fullest expression. She currently serves at the Source Chiropractic in Tucson as a chiropractor, a lead facilitator for Kairos training culture, and provides various forms of mentorship, both in person and online. If you're listening to this, I invite you to join me and Dr. Kate Jones and a whole bunch of other epic people at soul revival, 2022 on March 26th, grab tickets via the link in the show notes. And I'm telling you, this is a full immersive day experience. We are going to be going at it from morning till night, which includes dance parties transformational talks, and so much more. So grab tickets via the link in the show notes, and don't forget to grab a copy of my book, Potent Leadership. It's available on Amazon and Audible. Now, whether you are a loyal listener or you're brand new to the podcast, please take a moment to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Now it is time to learn how to honor your authentic expression with Dr. Kate Jones. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion, and deep within your center, therein lies potent truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, where today's leaders, changemakers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at potent truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Framon, for weekly guidance channeled messages and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking potent truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for potent truth. Uh. Hey leaders, welcome to another episode of potent truth. And today I had, first of all, I can't believe this is her first time on the show, but she's here and she's fucking fierce and she's one of the most epic women in my life. Just a fierce mom, a fierce business owner, and a really incredible dancer. (laughs) (laughs) who puts me to shame, uh, which isn't that hard, but she's also one of the strongest women I know. And I mean that in all senses of the word, her spirit is strong. Her, her mind and emotional being is strong. And she really supports people in her sphere, whether it's on the chiropractic table or within her work as uh, a mentor. So Kate, aka Dr. Kate Jones, welcome (laughs) to Potent Truth. Super excited to finally have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. It feels so, oh, like divine in timing. And I'm just really excited to have this conversation with my sister and like somebody I just respect and love so dearly. So I'm excited to see where we jump in. Oh. Me too. Me too. <laughs> where this conversation takes us. Oh, it's it's- any transition from like the conversations we've had on the phone or on the couch at our house, like it's going to be a good one.
0: Oh, it's going to be a good one. Buckle up folks. Cause we're going to go deep. Um, I'm also super excited. And I want to say this, and I'm going to say this a few times throughout today's episode because Kate and I are going to be live yes, in person at soul revival 2022 in Tucson, Arizona, March 26th. The link to buy tickets is in the show notes. So be sure to grab your tickets and join yes, us live because if you dig her energy and you dig mine, obviously, because you're here, then you will definitely dig the event. Oh, and you know, Dr. Brett Jones will be here, but I'm really going for Kate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be such a great, oh, the event's going to be so good. I've been working so hard on all these details just to make it really incredible for everybody. So I, this, this idea for this event came through in 2019 and it's just been this prayer that we've been holding on to, to try and make happen. And it was originally supposed to happen in 2020. And we all know how the world shifted, uh, very suddenly and unforeseen in weird ways. So we've had to pivot a lot and it feels so good to finally be able to be like, okay, this is happening in person with people all together in community. So it's gonna be powerful and just, yeah, I can't wait to meet all y'all and see you there. It's gonna be good.
0: It's gonna be so good. I think that would be a really great place for us to jump off of and then start to talk more into the work that you've been diving into uh, as of recent. So why don't we jump off with, what really is the vision for Soul Revival? I know what it is, but just for everyone listening, because I feel like soul revival isn't just an event. It's like a vision for how we want to step forward. So why don't you speak more to that?
1: Yeah. So the, the theme for this year's soul revival is healing codes and the way that I sort of interpret that and the way that I see it coming to life is really with understanding that we all individually I mean, there are these universal healing codes, but then also we individually hold our own medicine, our own wisdom, our own ways of showing up in the world. And, and really what's being called forth right now is opportunities for people to be their authentic expressions and to bring that healing that we all have, not only for ourself in the work that we're doing individually, but how we can create that and cultivate that in the ways that we're showing up in the world. So Soul Revival originally is, you know, coming from this space, we have another company called Kairos Training Culture, which is um, a performance training company, a seminar company that was geared towards training the artistry of chiropractic and the art of the adjustment for the evolution of human consciousness. So we've trained chiropractors and chiropractic students all over the world. And what we quickly realized was this was transformational work and transformational events that were happening, people were moving through things in a really good way and and coming home to themselves in this really beautiful way when they had this purpose, this dedication this focus to their craft. And so seeing how that was so impactful and it can easily with those lessons be translated to a non-chiropractic audience we started seeing how this work and how this language and how this way of showing up in the world was really profound for people who were not in the profession. So take soul revival now, it's almost like our bridge event. It's our bridge event where we know that what we do in these camps, what we do in these containers and chiropractic is so potent and that we wanted to be able to offer that to humanity in an event that felt honoring to them, that felt transformational for them that felt fun and playful and just like a good time. And, um, I was actually talking to Dr. Jordan Fairley; Um, he's going to be one of our speakers too. And we were like, it's almost like if you took a Tony Robbins seminar and like merged it together with burning man. (laughs) So you have self-development, you have, um, you know, breaking through shit that's holding you back, but you also have it coming from a spiritual and a very conscious space. And with, you know, language that speaks to, you know, if you're, um, a yoga instructor or a spiritual teacher, or, you know, you're running multiple businesses and you're doing, you know, real estate investment or you have a product line that you know you're scaling your bit whatever it is there's something for you there so i think that that's what's so beautiful about soul revival is it is this place and this space where you can be a mom you can be you know a business owner you can be um an artist a creative uh in finance whatever it is there's something there for you because we're teaching universal principles and we're teaching like those healing codes that are coming through, that are coming through us as we're continuing to be closer, um, in connection with creator and really listening for like, what is my next step? How do I step into this place really powerfully? Um, and how do I do that in a way that feels authentic to me and impactful to the world?
0: Mm, I love that. How do I do that in a way that feels authentic to me and impactful for the world? Because I feel like there's a lot of people on the cusp of that right now, you know, like if anything, the last two years have pulled people in a way that they've never felt pulled before where they want to do better. They want to show up for humanity, but it's like, they also want to do so with a deepened sense of integrity and authenticity uh, and, and so a lot of, that's where a lot of people are struggling and that's where I see you shine so much. And I know just through our private conversations, like the last few years have been, um, uh, a fucking doozy, right? Like there's, <laughs> there's just, <laughs> I, I think each of us went through like a dark night and there's just been a lot of stuff and, you know, Brett skyrocketed in terms of uh, quote unquote online fame. And then. We've got you, we've got Kate, who's a mom, who's Brett's wife, but who's also a business owner. And I share this because I think it's really lost. It's really easy for us to get lost in like how other people interpret us or perceive us, but how, what I've seen you do over the past like year and a half is go from that place of kind of being lost behind the scenes Mm -hmm. to like, no, here I fucking am. I am Dr. Kate Jones Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and this is what I'm about. And there's something so powerful about that. And I think that there's a lot of people struggling to get out from that feeling of being behind the scenes and, and being confused about, well, what, who am I and what is my authentic expression? And, am am I a business owner? Am I a mom? Am I this? Am I that? What am I? And so I'd love for you to share a bit more about what this past like year and a half, I don't know exactly how long this time, that's what it feels like, has been like for you to navigate.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that there's, there's a lot of layers to it, you know, because especially, I will say this, like, especially as women, right. And men go through this too. This is not like a women only are the only ones who go through these changes of these things, but there's so, there's so much shift that happens in our identities as we move through these different phases in our lives and these different cycles. And so really connecting back into that feminine way of like, Understanding cycles, understanding that that can be kind of chaotic and very nonlinear, right? Like the masculine is much more focused, it's much more direct, it's much more of, here we go, versus the feminine has this like, like this embodying, like uh, wave like nature to it, where we also have this opportunity to transform ourselves in so many ways multiple times in our lives. So, like going from you know, maiden to mother, right. And that transition and, and really feeling like there's this huge identity shift that has to happen. And then also, you know, for me in particular, it's like, I went from, uh, you know, for me, I also feel like I had an identity crisis when I got married and I changed my name. I was like, Oh my God, somebody's wife now. And I have a different last name. And so like, I was like, who the hell am I? Like this is so interesting to me and then I went to chiropractic college and then I had I got pregnant twice in chiropractic school so I was doing a doctorate with one pregnant and then with a newborn and then pregnant again right before I graduated and I think I graduated I was like 7 months pregnant when I walked across stage and then transitioning into being into practice then you know having two little ones at home. And then again, supporting a husband whose career was just continuing to blossom and take off. And there was such growth and being very in alignment with the mission too, but also having this, like, I need to figure out who I am in this space and how I show up. And so I feel like I've lived many lifetimes already in this life because that's just in the last 10 years right and before that it was a whole different version of myself of you know my dance career and being a makeup artist and doing all of these other things and so when i think about the last year and a half what's really been the biggest shift for me is one continual reprioritization of self and two really harnessing in and understanding that i have deep power within me and not being afraid to share it. So I know that part of my sacred calling is I'm, I'm really good at helping people like solve problems and like swoop in and save the day and like make shit happen and, and organize things and get things really organized. But I also know that like me being able to do what I want to do and create in the ways that I want to create and, um, you know, show up in the world in the ways that I want to show up is also a huge part of how I'm meant to be in this world. And I think for a long time, I didn't know what that was because I was letting these identities that I had define the way that I was wanting to show up rather than switching and recalibrating and coming back to self and being like, okay, who am I? And how do I show up as a mother? Not I'm a mother. So now what does Kate do? Yeah. Or, you know, I'm a wife. How do I show up for Brett? It's like, well, how do I show up for me? And I know that my energetic field, my grid, my shit, my everything directly impacts him. And so how can I be not only a really potent sacred mirror for him, but how can I create a nest that feels nurturing for me and can also receive um, everything that he's doing?
0: Mm,
1: Yeah. So in the past year and a half, like I said, I think the biggest thing is like it's been a big refocusing of like, you know, I'm, I, and I think I was, I was needing the, I never feel like I needed permission to, to step out and like be me and, and everything. But it's almost the kids are a little bit older now. Like I felt like I had gotten to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready, you know, I'm ready. I've been cultivating myself kind of behind the scenes, but. What I have to say and what I have to share is incredibly valuable. And um, I think a lot of that came up too when I started working more one on one deeply with people as well and turning something that I knew was um, just a way that I support people in my life anyway into like, oh, this can be an offering and people find value in it. And I was like, oh, that's tight. Let's Mm. lean into that more. Yeah,
0: really, understanding and and owning your power in all the different ways mm-hmm. that you 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 create it. You know, I think that it's really easy to get stuck behind the labels that have either been bestowed upon us or yeah. that we took unconsciously or consciously. Oh yeah, and forget all that while who we are and what makes us what makes us who we are and and also the things that really light us up versus the things that we think we need to be excited about. (laughs) Yes. And I feel like what you were sharing um, also applies to being a business owner because you're also a business owner. And it's like so often we can let the business define us like we're going to be for you. It's the label of Kairos and you're going to be that, and you're the facilitator for that and you're a chiropractor under that, but it's also what you bring into sure. that space. And that's all about who you are and who you be, you know, yeah. I think that's so, so important. Um, and I love that you mentioned the seasons in our life because we do have so many seasons. I mean, I'm going through, I don't even know what to call this season yet. because. I'm super confused. And I just came out of like a crazy season. Um, But we go through so many seasons. And I like that you said that we, we can, there's different identities that come through in different seasons of our life. Yes, Um, That's really, really important for us to understand and not get stuck behind something, you know, that we get to
1: choose. We really get to choose. And I think even in your business too, like Not being afraid to say, you know what, like, I'm not good at that thing, Mm. you know, and saying what I, or, or saying, I'm really good at this, but I fucking hate doing it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so even when I think about how I show up in, how I show up in these different businesses and these different things, I'm like, for me, I'll never, I don't make an a post or an offer or a whatever about the fact that I do one-on-one intuitive mentorship with people, unless I get the, unless I get the hit from spirit first, mm. if I hear it, then I'll say, and it'll literally just come in and it'll be, it'll be like, make a post about it. I'm like, okay. And then I'll get like three new clients, but I never, I don't have, I don't have this linear marketing scale or this linear marketing plan for any of that. But for me, that feels like a very spirit driven, um, service Mm -hmm. that I provide. So I listen in that way. Other ways, when I'm in the practice, I'm like, okay, like how do I show up authentically in the practice? How do I provide care that feels really impactful and connected for the people that I'm serving? And then I step into the ways that I can be, you know, fun and, um, powerful and insightful in, in the practice in those ways. And then I do the same thing with Kairos. Like for me, I know, I don't really like teaching level one, but I love teaching at level three and I love teaching at facilitator camp. So I know where I'm strongest and I know where God creator spirit is speaking the loudest through me. And so I'll show up in those spaces because I know that what I have to deliver in those containers is going to be far more impactful than if I'm showing up in a space where I know I can do this. I know I can execute these certain things, but it doesn't really light me up. And again, that that voice isn't as lo- that channel isn't as loud, that channel isn't as clear, that channel isn't as um, strengthened. And again, I think that's what what recentering to self and recentralizing around self again not from a egoic standpoint or from a place of like uh oh, everybody else doesn't matter now and i'm just totally paying attention to my needs but like listen like okay when do, when do i feel clearest when do i feel most at home within myself and then listening for the whisper and also listening for the direct communication
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then moving in that direction
0: Mm, yeah, the art of listening to self and and to our yeah. inner voices. I feel like this is such a practice that I mean, we go through stages in our life where we're just gonna do all the things. Yeah, uh, because we go through this weird like hustler stage where we've got to do all the things. Well, and as a and, mom, too. right? Like, yeah, whatever it is that you're doing, mom, business owner, whatever, yep. both. Always. And then we go through this phase, perhaps, where we're just fucking burnt out. And we're like, you know what? I'm, I'm really tired. I'm tired of doing all the things. And then we find that middle ground in between of like, well, what actually really feels good? What actually really feels aligned? Where do I shine the brightest? What really lights me up and what would happen if I just did those things? Yep. But that takes a lot of courage.
1: (laughs) Totally. And it, it takes even more so than courage. It takes, um, a relinquishing of control mm-hmm. and a dissolving of a piece of an identity that you think you have to be showing up as. Mm-hmm. So you have to soften even more so into surrender and trust that what you delegate to other people is going to get done, even though it might not be done the way that you would do it, that it will get done. And so we're constantly in this like rhythm of like, of not being like full on or full off. Right. In our like go. And I mean, I'm married to an alpha Capricorn, like, you know, Brett Jones, you know, that that man, like he'll, he'll go, 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 go. go. And then he'll just be like, boom. And part of, and I mean, he has willpower beyond belief and I mean, he has created such beautiful things and and I've seen so much like growth and love um, just transform him in the last decade. We've almost been together for almost 12 years, 10, 11, I don't know, whatever, over a decade. And I think what's really beautiful is that when some of his lessons too that are coming through are in the rhythm, right? And I think that that's what I can provide is like, is when we are able to listen to our rhythm, right. And sometimes you gotta, you gotta push a little hard. Like when you're in the gym, you gotta push a little hard. You gotta hit like a PR for something to know like, okay, that was too far. Mm -hmm. And then you scale it back and then you say, okay, where's my rhythm within this? And how can I soften into still pushing the edges where I'm going into growth and understanding what kind of recuperation and what kind of recuperative needs are needed in order for me to not extinguish myself in the pursuit of what I'm going after.
0: Mm. Yeah. So there's a
1: self-preservation, but not to the point of holding yourself back. Because sometimes people will try to self-preserve in a way that ends up limiting them and keeping them from their greatness rather than pushing into the uncomfort to a certain extent where you're not traumatizing yourself, right? We talk about this too within um within how we adjust too, it's like you introduce information into the body information that is integrated creates transformation and creates growth into information. That's in for, uh, ugh. information that is introduced into the body without proper integration creates trauma and chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. We can find that rhythm of how are we integrating? How are we moving into unknown? Cause that's the only way you're going to grow. Like Mm -hmm. we can't, we can't fear the shadow. We can't fear the unknown. We can't fear that, you know, we, we know that it's there and how do we meet it with grace?
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, we, we can fear these things, but it's like, what do we do when we feel that fear? Like, how do we choose to proceed? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that's really the ultimate way for us to truly understand who we are and what our, our authentic expression is, because how many of us are just carrying around these old identities that again, were projected upon us, um, that have now become armor, right. To again, like self-preservation, but to protect ourselves And beneath that is really our truth. And when we try to uncover what that is, we come up against the fear of like, well, I'm scared to really just drop this armor, aka this identity who people know me as, who I know myself as. Am I willing to drop this part of my identity in order to connect with who I truly am and what my truth is and what my authentic expression really
1: is. Yeah. And I think there's, to add to that too, Um, when we're, when we're, we, we hear a lot of like, peel back the layers, drop the layers, let things go. And even in that too, there's a, there's a finesse to, I feel, and this is something too, that I'm kind of still like massaging in my brain. So if it comes out a little, whatever, then we're just going to, we're, we're going to let it ride. Mm-hmm. Um, dropping the layers of that, which does not serve you and the identities that you do not want to have at the forefront of how you're expressing currently. Yes. In each of those identities though, there are still potent lessons mm-hmm. that brought you to the present moment, of who you currently are and how you are currently expressing. So one of the, so I'm, I'm kind of in this, like in between phase of like, I love the, the, like pulling off the layers, like peeling the onion. I give that analogy a lot to people. And I also give the analogy of almost like one of those little Russian nesting dolls, like how you have like your little doll inside and you got another layer and another layer and another layer and another and it keeps grows and grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And so when I'm talking with people about like processing, you know, whether it's, inner child stuff or you know trauma that happened previously in their lives. It's like, okay, well, where is that in the little Russian doll? And can we talk to that person right now? Can we talk to that version of yourself right now? So we don't want to fully dissociate from the previous versions of ourselves and say like I killed that version of myself and it's gone and it's whatever, because that version of yourself also gave you partial consciousness to have the conversations around who you are currently. So I'm like trying to find this image between the two. Cause it's like, I love the like, tear it off. You don't need it anymore. Like, fuck it, throw it to the wind. Like light it on fire and like birth yourself anew. I'm very much in that space. And I'm also like, let's have an awareness of like how all these things have scaffolded, scaffolded us to this place and how there's beauty in certain versions of ourselves. And if they want to come out, like let them come out. That's who created you and who built you to who you are in this present moment.
0: Mm, Yeah. I I feel that. And I talk a lot about that. I I like to use shakti. Like I always say, you don't have to shakti everything. You don't have to like burn everything to the ground. (laughs) Um, even though the
1: desire,
0: right. But even though the desire to do so is there because all of a sudden you're like, shit, this isn't serving me. Let me just burn it to the ground. However, um, you know, at some point, in your life, that version of yourself, you took that on because it was protecting you. Again, like human beings only operate from a place of self-preservation unless we consciously choose to to go into the unknown. But we, we carry these identities for a reason to keep ourselves safe. So at some point in time, this identity kept you safe. And we get to give thanks for that. We get to be grateful for that. We get to honor that and honor the fact that without having that identity and living in that identity, we wouldn't be who we are today and like you said have the awareness that we have today yeah. to see all of this and so we can you know burn that identity with reverence in a beautiful mm-hmm. fire with a ceremony and just hold deep gratitude for what that identity showed us yeah while allowing this new identity to really emerge so i think i think perhaps the key here Isn't like, is it burning to the burning fire or not? I think the fire can exist. I think it's more so our intention with that fire. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm just going to burn shit to the ground versus like, I'm going to have a ceremony and release and release Mm -hmm. and welcome, you know, whatever there is coming through and, and however many versions of myself were going to come through this, right? Maybe it's not just the one, as you usually say, there's not just like one, maybe there's like all these different facets of you that are wanting to
1: emerge that you get to bring out. And the playful versions of them too. Like there's previous version. And here's the other thing. Not every previous version of yourself was like awful. Yeah. (gasps) Like we often, I feel like the conversation is often like let go of the previous version of yourself and like step into who you're becoming. It's like, well, the previous version of myself, like she was a really good friend and she was like, you know, and I'm, and I'm still a really good friend. So I'm going to carry that forward. Or, you know, like the previous version of myself who, you know, my whole life revolved around dance, like that was a really good time. My body felt really good. I felt really expressive. So I'm like, I'm going to carry that forward. And like, you know what, that is something that I am Amazing at. So why not bring it back out? You know, and mm-hmm. so we get we get to choose how we want to almost like how you would like decorate a house or how you'd pick out your clothes or how you'd want to like, you know judge an area or like how you'd put together a ceremonial altar. Like you get to pick what you want to put on there and then like kind of shift things around however you want. And so, if you're like, you know what? I used to sing all the time in that previous version of myself, like, oh, I used to do this and I haven't sung in like, 10 years, or I haven't sung in like five years. And I used to sing this type of music, but it's like, you still can activate that place in your voice. And maybe it's just in a different expression now. Mm, maybe they're yeah. different songs that you sing. Maybe you sing in ceremony or you sing in, you know, lullabies or you sing in what, whatever it is, but it, you know, it's identifying those identities and then carrying forth the beauty. hmm yeah continuing to to move forward more in a beauty way more in a good way with all of these things and saying thank you for the fire thank you for the the ceremonial burning of that which I don't want to carry forward and also integration yeah I feel like we're getting closer I like this I'm glad that we're having this conversation (laughs) I was like, there's something here. We're we're working on Dr. Kate's speech
0: here, guys. So
1: we are. (laughs) Feel free to come to Soul Revival. It'll all be ironed out by then.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But it's so true. And I I, it's it's like I, I like to compare this to the entrepreneurial space because there's so much pressure to or any business, like to put the business in a box. Like it has to be this, this is what it looks like. This is what it does. And and this is what it is. And there's no room for evolution or for honoring the different facets of what that business has to bring. And so we as human beings, I, I mean, we've done this for, for so long. We like to put ourselves in a box because then all of a sudden we're predictable. It becomes certain people know what to expect. There's a, you know, our, our need for being loved and accepted comes into play. All of that, all of that creates this firestorm that makes us want to define ourselves in a singular way. Uh When we are not singular beings, right? Like we are so multidimensional. We have so much more depth than can be conveyed in a single label. Yeah. And it's it's torture to try and label ourselves in like this one little package because we Mm -hmm. have so much more to offer not just the world,
1: but ourselves. Totally. I think it's limiting too when it's like for me personally, I feel that way. Like if somebody were to say, like, oh, this is Dr. Kate Jones and she does this specific thing and go see her for this specific thing. If I felt that linear, I would feel so limited, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that, and, and I understand like having, um, like a niche or having an an understanding of, you know, how you show up in the world. And so people aren't just like, you're not this like amorphous random thing that people don't understand, right? Like there's, there's certain constructs that are needed in order for the human mind to grasp a hold of what something is and what it's not. And I think that there is such beauty in being able to say like, yeah, no, like, this is Kate. If you want a really connected, beautiful adjustment, she can serve that to you. If you need to cry tears that you haven't cried in a long time, she can hold space for that. If you need her to tell like an amazing, funny joke, she's hilarious. Like, and so just embodying and being, being okay with like all those parts of you. It's like, I don't only have to be funny. I don't only have to be super spiritual and like channeling and like doing all that all the time. I don't only have to be a mom. I don't only have to be a wife. I don't only have to be a chiropractor. Like I am all of these things. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. There are like so many people just for example, on social media, that I look at and I'm like, God, is that all? like, are you just funny? Like, is that it? Where are the other sides of you? I would love to see this. And like just a month ago, one of my, um, friends in Bali, who's a really successful coach, super deep, but like, I know him personally and he's funny as fuck. Like he's such a goofball, never ever shows that side of him to, to like anyone. And all of a sudden he started sharing reels where he's like mocking the coaching industry and dressing up in costumes. And I was just like this, this is what I feel everyone needs to see of you to just add depth. And dimension yeah. to to who you be, you know? Like I, I I feel like, okay, like today I shared a baby Yoda, <laughs> a okay, baby Yoda yeah. reel because I love baby Yoda and it just felt good today. And I don't care if it doesn't go with the rest of the branding of my feet. I don't give a fuck. Like I like baby Yoda and I'm a super yeah. fucking deep coach. You know, like I'm gonna embrace, I get to embrace all of that. And there's so much freedom in
1: that. Oh, yeah. and I think that the landscape of social media is shifting towards that too, mm-hmm. because people, you know, they don't want, I can at least speak for myself. I don't want to only see a perfectly polished feed with like mm-hmm. perfectly branded everything photos that I know you had a photographer there or you know what I mean? It's like, and I think there's there's time and there's place and there's space for that. Absolutely. And I'm like, I want to see some real motherfuckers. Like, what do you, you know, I'm like, show me I, I made a post this a long time ago. I'm like, those perfect like mommy influencers or whatever with like the white jeans and everything's perfect. I'm like, I guarantee you their kids have puked on those pants before. guarantee Like guaranteed as a mother, I know it's happened. I know that like perfect, cute little outfit that your kid put on definitely have had a blow up. Like Mm -hmm. the perfect, you know, couple that like, whatever, it's like, you guys have had hard conversations. Like, I know, I know that this has happened or the people who are super, super spiritual or whatever. It's like, I know that you've like, there's, and not to say that I want to peek behind the curtain in everybody's lives and see everything about them, but there's a space of authenticity that's being called forward. And I think that one of the most powerful things moving into this new expression of humanity is if we learn anything in 2020, it's, you need to be adaptable and you need to know how to pivot and you need to know how to lean on your community and lean on your skills in order to make whatever needs to happen, happen. Right? So if you're only defining yourself as this one way, it's going to be very confronting When you're met with a challenge or an opportunity or an experience that is asking you to show up in a different way. And if you've only cultivated that one muscle, it's important to strengthen it, but it's also like, let yourself like be all of it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let yourself be the goofy Yes. Part funny person. Let yourself be the person who dances to anything. Let yourself be the super serious coach or leader, facilitator. Yeah. Let yourself embrace all those parts of who you be. and I guarantee you'll experience a, a deeper sense of fulfillment and freedom in your life oh, rather cool. than trying to always confine yourself to the parameters of some stupid ass box that yeah. is just limiting you and your potential.
1: And you don't have to be all things to all people in that expression. Either. Right. Like what, what Kate
0: and I are talking about is not you. like just be who no. you think you need to be to get the approval from others. No, this is Absolutely just about not. owning all yeah. that makes you who you be and, and showing up in all of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, we are nearing the end of this episode, Ooh. but like I said, reminder y'all y'all because i'm a texan now y'all can come hang out with us in person in tucson arizona for soul revival 2022 kate and i will both be speaking kate's also going to be leading some epic dance parties um And we have like this amazing, incredible speaker lineup. It is definitely going to be a full day immersive experience like you've never experienced before. So please do come hang out with us in person, dance with us in person, cry with us in person, do all the things with us in person at Soul Revival, March 26th, Tucson, Arizona. Ticket link is in the show notes. Now, Kate, I asked this to all my guests. What is one potent truth that can sum up the underlying message that you want to deliver for today.
1: In your ability to be human, in your opportunity to be on this planet, in this human experience and experiment, you are the only you that will ever, ever, ever exist. You are the only you that you get to be. And you get to be all of you. Always. Mm-hmm.
0: I just feel like a sense of freedom. That's mm-hmm. so, so good. So good. Kate, thank you so much for, oh, thank you. for your very first appearance on Potent Truth. Um, more will be coming. It does. So it does oh, problems. I love you so much. I love you too.
1: And, um,
0: I really like, can't wait to see you soon and dance with you soon, probably shed some tears with you soon. And perhaps some of our listeners will be joining us there too. Um, So Kate, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to all of our amazing listeners, thank you so much for joining Kate and I on an episode of potent truth, where we're taking you on a journey to challenge illusion and lead with sovereignty. Do not forget to grab your tickets to soul revival link is in the show notes. Be sure to download a few episodes, drop a rating and review. And if you enjoyed this episode with me and Dr. Kate, please do share it with your friends and then follow us on Social media at Dr. Kate Jones and at I am Ruby. Finally, Monday I'll have a brand new episode for you, which is going to feature her other half. I hate that (laughs) saying. It's not half. We
1: are two holes. You guys are two (laughs) holes. You rabbit holes and whole people.
0: Yes. Brett will be joining us on the podcast. And as always, uh, we're going to go deep as fuck. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And I will see you next week. Yes. Emily- oh.